the people could give us a space to do it, we will prove it to you what we are doing. And when you say people, who are you referring to? I'm referring to the government. If they're really understanding, other than spending all the money in Ukraine and all the other facilities and putting 110 bicycle paths all over, wasting all the money, why don't they help the people out? The poor people need more than your bicycle path, putting marbles all over Westmount and putting all cement and all kind of grinded stuff to show shining golden streaks for, for the winter on top of snow and ice. You're not gonna do much. You're using all kind of transportation systems to do it and you're wasting taxpayers' money. Help the poor, not help the rich to get richer while the poor stay suffering on the street. I understand there is one section of drug addict people, you have to take care of them, but not everybody's doing that. Jocko, if you could start off with, you know, at least giving the audience like a little bit of a, a history of you, who you are, what you do, stuff like that. Well, I became homeless now, but I was not homeless before and I helped out a lot of groups and I have done a lot of work with different, different groups to give out food to help the people and all that. And I really love doing this and I also did catering before this. Mm -hmm. That's how I know my job. And I have been a street hawker before. I pushed a trolley on the street to sell food. That's why I came to this level that I can go deeper and deeper to help somebody on a hardship. Right. You know? And if I trust somebody, it's just like in Asia. You leave seven bags with a street hawker and you said, you're coming back in half an hour, you buy a bread or you buy a sauce from him, tell him you're coming back. You go away like 15 kilometers away and come back and your bags are still there. That's how much trust I believe on somebody. I need that level of trust before I go deeper. Right. I just don't trust. But when I'm carrying the bags, also some people see me suffering and they said, you don't even have money for bus and they don't even speak the language. They said, I'll pay for your bus ticket. And another guy goes to the store to buy food. He says, no, I don't want to take no money from you. I'm giving you the food for free. So that much respect I have. So I give the same respect to them and I do anything to make sure it's done. Mm -hmm. You know? But Just like where we went to, at the back of uh, Concordia to do the food, the people were so amazed. They were really happy. The restaurants were happy. And they allowed us to cook. And they saw us doing it. No headaches. Everybody was fine. Mm -hmm. So that's important. Yeah. Which is amazing. Which amazing, is amazing, amazing. It, you, that's why I always find a spot where somebody will really help me out. Absolutely, you and it know, was our pleasure I, to help you out I as just well. don't want to go somewhere where they just call up the cops and the cops come up and said, ah, you need a permit, you need this and that and all this. Like I did that in front of Concordia University where the Tim Hortons is, so many times giving out chais, giving out breads, giving out rice, okay? We never had problem. I brought a big stove, I had a big fire, I didn't have a problem. A police came out of the car and respected and congratulated me. But after 4, and I did it up to 5 o'clock in the morning, from 8, 8, 9 o'clock at night, up to 5 o'clock in the morning, and to help all the people, yeah. you know? Well, and let's, all just, the let's, let's give everybody context, though, a bit before you get into this sure. stuff. Like, how did you become homeless? Well, I became homeless because I didn't have a place to live, and I didn't have money to pay my rent. I'm not a drug addict. Yeah. I don't do any drugs, and I don't do any of this. Well, I love working. Like the police told me, like the city told me, you shouldn't be on the street. You should be somewhere getting a place and you can find a better job. I think you're skilled enough. You know a lot of jobs. 
you're so talented, you shouldn't be out here. There's so many times they came and told me, and I've been recommended by so many agencies to go. But only thing is, I don't know where I put my card, so I'm still looking for Which it. Which card? Social insurance card. Okay. Actually, usually they don't need it. The last time a lady told me, okay, I'm going to check for your criminal record in two weeks. I'm going to tell you. She called me not even two days. She told me you can come for the job, but I want to see your card. I, I don't know where I put it. I have my number. I'll give it to you. She didn't want to accept. She said, no, you can't. You have to show us your number. Show us your card. I don't know where it is. A medical card, I have it. But I don't know where it is, so I didn't get the job. Well, why don't you try bucks to apply for another job? I am going to search for it. I'm going to continue searching for it. And I'm also going to do on the site other jobs, like cleaning, like uh, jobs. And I'm going to put up. And mm -hmm. I already spoke to these two ladies too. And the uh, old man, I don't think he will work. He's quite old. But the other one really loves my cooking. He looks like Chinese, but he's Indian. He wants to come and stay with me. He pays $700 for a room with no toilet, nothing, kitchen, everything outside. And he's not happy. Because the janitor who lives in his building stole all his stuff. So he wants to come and stay with me, but I have to take these kind of good people in. Because they love my cooking. I've been cooking for the homeless more than 20 years. Wow. Not now. 20 yeah. years. And how, long, and how long have you been, uh, if you don't mind me asking, on like homeless? Homeless, I've been like 12 years. 12 years. So 12 you were cooking for, for the homeless before yeah, you Yeah, I've been cooking homeless. outside for the homeless, on the streets, while I'm homeless. Because there are many people who really recognize my talent and come and help me, come and talk to me just like you guys did. And even the people from France. She came on Barry. She looked at me. She spoke to me a little bit. She came back. She took me by car to the hotel store to buy the stuffs. And we cooked it at a church in Bobien, outside the church. Wow. And we brought all the stocks. And more and more people like to help. And the problem is I don't have a space. And the church priest changed. So they said, we can't allow you to cook outside the church or inside the church. So we let it go. Then right. each time we have to go, we are like a nomad moving from corner to corner because of space. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have some space, I'll do good. I'll do very good. Even on Ultramon or West Island or anywhere. I can go all the way from here to do some work in a different city. Why can't I do it? I did 800 eggs early in the morning in New York State. Just for the homeless. Just to cook for them. Mm -hmm. And that's by the government. I didn't know it was by the government. But when I asked them, they said, you want to come and help? Come and help to fry all the eggs and give out the food. And I, I, I can you give me some bags of food? They gave me six bags. I said, it's more than enough. No, I don't want any more. It's too much. And all the people came to pick up bags and bags of food. Everything be given by them, all the cans. But many of them are expired dates. Yeah. But it's okay. At least they get something, you know. Yeah. So. Let's bring it back a little bit because you said that you became homeless 12 years ago. And yes. I know you were mentioning to me a little bit in the car on the ride here. How did how did that happen? Was it just all of a sudden you just couldn't pay rent anymore? And, or, you know, because did you have a stable job before that? What was um, kind of the process? I'm just well, I'm curious. To well, sure, sure. I have done many, many kind of jobs. I worked in companies for toy, toys uh, like Megablock. I worked over there. I worked in plastic companies. I've been in inspection for many years. I've been checking food. I've been checking plastic. I've been checking that. That's how I got the job at the airport too. But I have done many kind of stuffs like this. Okay, but the problem is, is because I didn't have enough uh, of uh, help to stay anywhere. It's hard for me. Yeah. I can't do anything. If I get a place, I could do hustle. I, I hustle more than that. I even saw Britannica books on each house, going from house to house. I did phone call, uh, telephone line sales on the phone. 
But did you choose? It. Did you choose to be homeless? Did, like, did you? Ad- no, I didn't choose to be homeless because I have no, no, no kind of help from the government. I didn't even get a welfare check. I didn't get anything. So you lost your house or you lost I, your job? I, did it- I, I didn't lose my job. I didn't have a job. I had a job before, and then suddenly they said, uh, "We don't need you. Okay. We don't need you." Like they gave me a layoff from Mega Blocks, and that's it. And after that, I left. And then after that, I didn't have a job. And then that's when kind of you started to dip, I guess, into your savings. And you had mentioned to me... Uh, no, but not only savings. I really am so intelligent. I pick up so much of cans and bottles to pay up bills. But the problem is the homeless people are stealing it to buy the drugs. Right. If you see the amount, you see a big, as big as your place, that much cans I picked up. Up right. to $2,000. And uh, guys came and stole it. Okay? Because my friend really can't do much. Then I started doing it by myself, returning it, everything as much as I could. That's how I got $120 two weeks ago. I bought him all the oils and creams to help him for the massage, to help his legs. His swelling will only go down if he listens properly and touch no water and massage his kidneys nonstop. Because his uh, level of uh, his sugar is just 5.2. It's not high, very low, compared to 15.1. This is very low. But he has to listen carefully and do the exercises. Everything takes from your side, not from capsules. You have to do your own work to get. You have to do exercises on the machine. You have to move and sweat it out. You yeah. have to take in sugar, but you have to sweat it out. And you have to be careful of your calories, careful of the white bread, careful of everything. That's how you improve. You can't improve in one day. You don't build a building in one day. It takes time, foundation, step by step. Same thing in human. Yeah, and just and just to give the audience context, you help a lot of people. You feed for a lot of homeless. You you cook food and feed a lot of homeless people, but you also do a lot of other stuff like you're describing right now with your friend. He has diabetes, and you're helping him. You don't want him to lose his his arms, his legs, his limbs, stuff like that. So you're making sure his blood sugar level stays low. And I just want to give additional context. We filmed the video with you. That's how we met from a mutual friend that introduced us and we brought some food and we cooked with you while we pretty much watched you cook and we we provided all the material and stuff like that and we have a video that probably that video will be released before this one but just to give everybody context about that and so because you're mentioning you know you lost your job but then and then you had other jobs and whatever and how you became homeless but I think another reason is obviously because you spend so much time trying to help all these other I help people. a lot of people. Yes, it's true. And people come back and tell me, even the city comes, the city of Montreal, when they pass by, not the bigger officers who come and just throw away everything, the one which works, the lower people, are very kind to me. They come and give me a $5 bill. Even two days ago, when they throw all my things away, a black guy was cleaning up all the garbage, said, what I could do from my part is, I want to give you a $5. You don't look like a bad guy. You seem to be a hardworking fellow. I want to give you from my part. You didn't ask for any money even. I want to give you $5 just to help you. I said, thank you. Because they come, just come all over by the truck, just throw away everything and say they're cleaning up the park because Valerie Plant is coming over to clean the park. It's not fair. Just give everybody a chance a little bit. You're just trying to rush everybody out telling me you're doing. You don't even clean the floors or the leaves or anything properly. I clean my own leaves all over wherever I stay. So they don't really help us, mm-hmm. you know. So how could they help? How people. could they help? Yeah. Have to provide people with some kind of help of a space to cook. I already asked so many times 
on all over stations, all over station. I asked for a place to cook. I asked for a place to live, to give us a chance to live like a place to cook. I asked for a garden to cook. I really want to provide help for the homeless. And I've, I've done uh, cooking. I've helped out a few other times, like in the past. Has it ever, have you ever went to La Maison des Pères? Because I know they have a kitchen and that's where I prepared. Would you, have you been there and asked them, hey, you know, I would love to cook here and, and help out? Because they do have a pretty good facility there. I already have been there sometime during Christmas and all that, but sometimes the foods are old. A lot of people got sick. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sometimes the vegetables are not really new or sometimes there are some problems. But, I mean, they have a facility and they help the people who come there and they, they ch- check them and they charge them a dollar and they let them enter. They have socks or something. They let them enter and take a bath and then they go inside. I understand. But the really, a lot of criminals come there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people come there and I don't want to be involved with all these things. That's why I'm very careful. I don't mind giving all the food. I don't mind helping. But I don't want to be involved with bad people coming up from jails. Because there was a guy who came to the Berryview Camp Park. And he told me, I'm supposed to, came with the police and said, I'm supposed to go here. But they don't have any space. We are going to stay. So I spoke to him. I said, you could stay here. I'll try to help you with the space in the hotel, which you have across the road. And he stayed with. But what he does is, he was mentally sick. When he gets drunk, he picks up a knife. He goes crazy. All these crazy people are all inside that building. So if that happens and they take brave bottles and break people, I see outside the Maison de Paris people breaking bottles, going crazy with drugs and all of them going and stealing and coming back, sitting across the road because we feed the people around there too. Mm-hmm. When we cook the food, we give out to put Maison de Paris and Old Brewery. Actually, I cooked even in Old Brewery Mission. I cooked there, I made 500 breads. Everything was over. But I, what, what if you would ask them and say, you know what, I don't want to cook it, would I be because I'm sure they would? I don't know. Like I've done it a couple of times. But what happens if you said, "Hey, listen, I'll bring with the materials that you get." You know, like let's say when we brought uh, the food and we cooked outside, would would they be opposed to? Let's say you say, "Hey, listen, I know you guys do your thing here, but at night or uh, sometime where you guys are not feeding, would I be able to use your facilities, cook in here, and then that way I can then package it like we did and go out and give it to the people that you want to give." I don't think they will allow that because their facility is all people who are working there are all paid. And even their cans are picked up and brought to another facility where they beat me up for the cans and beat me on the floor and steal all my cans. That's the facility they bring to. And they don't waste anything. All their cans are given and they pay for the charges. Everything is government supported. Okay? I don't mind helping them once in a while if they want to help or something, but I can't go there and stay with all these criminals coming out, murderers, all these people coming out and fully poly- controlled by police, watched. I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not interested. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not willing to go because both the places are being controlled by them and they all come there to stay because they're supervised by the government and the police. I see them all over the street, all around Old Brewery Mission and Maison de Pair. You know? So to bring it back, like to Michael's point, is number one, how could the government help out? So you would you said number one would be a place to cook. I really need a place to cook. What would be number two? Number two is I want to give some chance to some homeless people to come and stay with me during the cold season. And I want to give them a chance to be able to stay so they they are not scared. Because they already been to places like Maison Jacqueline and all that, full of mouse and rats and all that. They don't want to stay there, you know. 
and they want to get out from the area and I want to help these people. They are willing to pay a certain amount of money. If the people could give us a space to do it, we will prove it to you what we are doing. And when you say people, who are you referring to? I'm referring to the government. If they're really understanding, other than spending all the money in Ukraine and all the other facilities and putting 110 bicycle paths all over, wasting all the money, why don't they help the people out? The poor people need more than your bicycle path, putting marbles all over Westmount and putting all cement and all kind of grinded stuff to show shining golden streets for, for the winter on top of snow and ice. You're not going to do much. You're using all kind of uh, um, uh, transportation systems to do it, and you're wasting taxpayers' money. Help the poor, not help the rich to get richer while the poor stay suffering on the street. I understand there is one section of drug addict people. You have to take care of them, but not everybody's doing that. And so that's why I, I want, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's something that you brought up to us many times. You kept saying there's good homeless and there's bad homeless. Yes, I really want to... And you made that differentiation between the differentiation. two. Differentiation. I'm so, not... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm not willing to waste my time on those just taking it and throwing it. I'm not racial discriminative. There is blacks which I catch. There is whites which I catch. There is Indians which I catch. Take the food and go and throw it in the garbage. Because I'm the first person to check the garbage before I give the next food out. I check out. And I found out this guy uh, with a black guy came over. We made just all Indian rice with a lot of chicken, everything. We brought everything through a Christian group to keep out in a big, big pot. Okay, we were giving out. He came at the first time with glasses, everything, took the food. He went and threw everything away in the garbage. He came back without glasses. I didn't recognize him, but the other guy recognized him. He said, you just took it. I asked him, where's your food? He said, no, I never came, I never came. Okay, you can take this time. We give you less, but he can't come back again. And I remember him until today. Wherever I see him, I remember him. Don't do that again. It's a lot of hard work. We give out to everybody a chance. We just didn't give out to the homeless. We give out to every Concordia student, everybody who passed by. We gave them a chance. Because so much of homeless people gave donations. Homeless people gave donations for the food we gave out, even for the chais. Because I put in so many 18 to 20 different spices in the chai so they heals their throat, heals their food. You remember when I told you when we buy the stuff, we do it? Yeah. We tasted the food. You really need to give something healing. Mm -hmm. Not just put anything, just put anything and just put some uh, curry powder or some spices and give. No. You do something to heal somebody, a small piece, but something good. Yeah. Like me, when I gave out the rice, I didn't even buy paper plates. I told them no paper plates. We use the used strawberry uh, styrofoams and we put it inside on a, on a piece of parchment paper or anything we give out. That's all we spent. Yeah. And a spoon or a fork. No paper, no tissue paper, no 110 so no money, things. No money is wasted, just... No, no money wasted. We only waste on the important stuff. And some people some come and give me some stuff and I reject it. I said, no, we are not going to waste the money on that. Yeah. If we have extra, because some organizations only have from the government one box of forks and spoons per month. Only one box. What do they do with the plastic spoons and forks? They wash it every day. And they use it back again for the next day. So if they can do that, why can I do it? Mm -hmm. I can do it. Okay, if I, if I can spare them the forks and spoons, okay, but I'm not spending more than that. I'm spending more on the spices, more on the food, more on the quality of the food to give out for the sick people to heal. So that all these people vomiting on the street, all the people sick on the street, at least the spice will go to their throat. They will get healed, not just giving them anything, you know. 
I'm not willing to charge like Thai Express a $75 meal just for a soup and a, and a rice and a thing. And it was no taste at all. A lady brought us there. She brought me because she knows I cook for them. She brought me and she paid by credit card. I said, what is this? There's no taste, nothing, and you're charging $75. If you, if you don't want it, you could leave it, she said like that. Because she has nowhere to go because of a car parked nearby. She paid for it. I said, we'll never come back here again. The next time we do Thai food, you can see the difference from this and this. Because I really worked very hard in the market mm -hmm. to study this from the hard way. But you know what I think a lot of people would say? I, th I feel like a lot more people would rally around your cause and helping you feed all these people if they knew that homeless people, a lot of homeless people exist like you that are hardworking, honest people that are trying their best. How do we show people that that homeless people are not all just drug addicts and stuff like that? No, they have to check them out by testing them, by listening to them, see them, their work. Because you know what? There is pros and cons. One may say on the back of another person something bad. One may say good. But check him out with your own eyes. Reflect his own job on, on the spot. Like people who trusted me from France brought me all their volunteers and gave out. And the pastor at the church said, whoever who passes by the church has to be given food without asking. So because of the smell of the cooking, everybody came and asked and everybody we gave them fried chicken. Because the fried chicken I only made for the people from France who helped to cook. To help to prepare the food, wash the dishes, prepare everything. Almost like more than 20 people helped. Mm -hmm. All French, all from France, uh, Sans Frontier. All the, the French students from McGill. They really helped. They really completely helped from their cars, rented a truck, helped to bring all the stuffs, everything. You know? Right. You know, and to, uh, to give us all the condiments and everything. And, I, and, they, and they were telling me, the way you're throwing the spices inside, we tried it at home, it didn't work. For sure, it doesn't work, you don't have the same experience. Whatever I'm throwing, I know what I'm doing. I throw everything, and I know my condiments, and I know my stuff. I've been doing this since I'm five years old. Mm -hmm. I've been cooking too long. And I really want to make the breads next, but I really want to give out to the people who need it. And, and it doesn't need to be just Montreal. Could be in Longueuil or could be in other areas. We will have connections to give out in different, different locations. Not just one area and goes to the garbage. No. Yeah. And, and goes I, in bags. I, I just want to touch on what you said, right? Sure. Like, how do we make the separation? So, obviously, like Michael had said, there's people that do take drugs, right? And you can see it, you know, and it breaks my heart when you see them. They're just not there. You obviously, you know, you told me you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do any drugs. No. Now, I'm assuming that, and you, you're very clear on that, you don't like hanging around, you know, or no, being around uh, people that are on drugs. So out of the group of friends, because off camera you'd mentioned, you know, there's certain people. I'm just curious to know, um, what are some of the other things that could potentially, you know, we can shine light to to help people so that they don't go homeless? Is it gambling problems? Like, what are the big things if it's not drugs that people go is it just because you know they're they're not from this country they came here and obviously you know it's it's tough right are they refugees like can you just explain to us a little bit um some some other ways i'll tell you i'll tell you each deep deep story deep root of the problem the refugees who come here now they're all in ymca 
and in other places sent by the by the government and they come every week on mondays and thursdays for food and they get food three times a meal day they still come and pick up from us on the street they come like more than 500 people to pick up the food on mondays and thursdays mm -hmm. okay i see them all the time yeah every monday and thursday they come and pick up in the evenings there are blacks there are indians there are all nationality mostly mexicans and all that that's another group but these guys are not the same with this drug people this drug people you can get rid of them because they get something for free they try once and they continue 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 and they get addicted mm -hmm. and for them a meal is doesn't help a pregnancy a baby is not the solution is that's the use that's the way they used to get more money saying i'm pregnant i need to feed my baby can you give me more money and then they go and tell the story tell the story so another chinese guy he went with me on on the street he said uh, i'm buying them a meal i they told me a story on this i told them it's not true they need 300 dollars a day to buy cocaine every day 300 250 to 300 even though they have a baby they went to the place and they get the baby keep the baby with it use the baby as a guide to get more and more money to buy drugs both of them they are doing drugs they were next to me uh, under the bridge under the highway they were doing drugs non stop fighting all day and night and going out with different different men and doing prostitution doing this and that i have no interference with that all i do is if there is food i give them you know i don't go further than that and they were also stealing my cans and bottles which i was collecting to buy drugs my friend doesn't know i am an exterminator the minute you touch something i will know it i catch every rat on town i know it even two days ago i told him was my gas tank moved or that my propane tank he said no i didn't touch there's a chocolate bar at the back it's moved you took it i told him please don't touch it please if you need it just tell me i'll give it to you he told me i'm not smoking any more drugs and all that So I ask him, you ask him money all over the street, all over the people. Can I have some spare change? Can I have some spare change? Uh, can you spare something for the poor? All kind of tricks they used to talk to the people to get the money. And then once they leave, they go in the corner buy drugs. Mm -hmm. And what happens is the drugs contain fentanyl. Yeah. And what happens with fentanyl is they kill them. A lot of people got killed because of taking this. I've carried people in ambulances. I've called up the cops. I've stopped them from dying. Kill almost they died on the floor because of fentanyl. They spent eight hundred dollars in two hours on drugs, and then they don't know where they are. I saved his life. He went to the hospital. He came back two days later. He was saved. I did respiratory action on his nose and I pumped his his heart and I tried to make sure he was alive until the ambulance arrived. They took him and he came back. That's crazy. And he remembers me. So. We have, like you had mentioned, there's the refugees that, you know, YMCA are taken care of. Then you have, obviously, the people that maybe did drugs, went down that wrong road. What are some of the other ways of your friends that you hang out with? Is it gambling problems? Is it just mismanage of no, money? No. Is it just, what are some other, other ways? There are some doing heavy gambling. It's true. There are some doing heavy gambling. Even there was a can picker who was picking up cans and balls to go and gamble in Longoy in the Ilse and Helen. He was going to the casino to gamble. He and his mother both died. He was so big, half, uh, two, two chairs of this. He was that big, drinking Coke every day. At the end, he died. All they do, they are not homeless. They rented an apartment. They didn't pay for the apartment. They lost the apartment. They didn't pay anything. They got another apartment. They didn't pay anything. They kept on spending the money on gambling, trying to get rich. They didn't get rich. They lost all their money. And the other way is prostitution. 
There are some doing that to get the money. Some are doing pimps, like using this woman to do it, to sell the drugs and to sell it, and then to get the money and also for prostitution. Yeah. So, but this is not good. But how how do we solve this issue? Because even for me, it's hard for me to create like a plan in my head that would really solve the problem of homelessness. And the reason is, is because if you just ask the government to subsidize housing for everybody and food for all these people, I don't know how sustainable that would be, you know, especially knowing how the government wastes all their money. They're going to spend a hundred times the amount of money they would actually need to solve the problem. And then the problem would probably not even be solved. And then there would be arguments from who gets the money and who doesn't get the money and who's considered homeless and who isn't and all this stuff. It seems very complicated. Doesn't there need to be a, a sustainable way for you guys to generate some sort of income so that you could, you know, sustainably get people off the streets yourself? Shouldn't you you find a way to make money yourself to take it into your own hands and create a sustainable way to afford to have these people off the streets and feed them long term? Listen, before you go to the topic, do you know why this is spreading more and more? The government provides the needles. The government provides the pads. The government provides the crack pipes. Government provides everything. And if you provide them with the stuff and then you come back and tell the stories, if you provide, you have to accept the truth that you are giving them. You're putting them into the same garbage shit. Mm-hmm. You're giving them the stuff. You're giving them the yellow bottles to put all the needles. You allow them to do, put all, push all the drugs in them. And then you're telling them you want to rehabilitate them. Come on. Same thing is happening in Vancouver. I've been in Granville. I've been in all over states. Okay? All over uh, many, many cities. Okay? So I'm telling you that if you generate the product, you give them the stuff to help them so you cannot blame others. You have to keep them one section, and if they have a criminal record, you know how to guide them where they need to go. The ones which don't do anything, check their records, check everything, and categorize them, label them, grade them. Grade them, A, B, C, D, E, F. The ones E goes where, E, A goes where, when we need help goes where. You know, if you want to help, you help properly guiding them on the collect channels. You don't just guide everybody and giving them all the money and they go and burn it on drugs and come back. Take all their welfare check and say they're homeless. Go and burn all on drugs and come back and say I'm homeless. I don't have a place to live. I don't have this and that. But you don't know the other part of the story. Front of the story, you know they're homeless. At the back, you don't know what they're doing. Drugs. It's because of drugs, they're breaking in windows. Yeah. They're breaking in stores and stealing. They're going in stores during the day because they need it. You know, they steal everybody's tools, everybody's things to sell it for drugs. Like me, I lost nine telephones while serving the food for the homeless. I still lost all my telephones while putting it on the table or helping the city to clean up the drain. I left it and the lady took it. I put the lady down on the floor and I called up the cops and she threw it in the forest. And I couldn't find my phone and it's gone. And I remember her till today, you know. And I don't forget anything. I have a very good, strong memory to death from young age. Mm-hmm. What you're I'm saying makes sense, though. Huh? What you're saying makes sense about, uh, like, instead of them providing drugs and stuff like that to homeless people, I mean, I think no, they logic... don't provide the drugs. They provide the utensils. Like you have the a wire. But you don't have they a speak- also provide like a, a small dose of the drug to help? 
homeless people get off of drugs? No, 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 no. They, they buy their own drugs. They give them their products, like the injection, the needles, everything. Wow. And they buy their own drugs and they can add it in. Wow. So that is creating but more and more and I, more. I had heard that they were giving out the needles simply because or else people were reusing it and they were sharing. And that was a big problem Listen, of that. Listen, that is true. That is true. But by giving them an unlimited quantity without realizing what's going on, and these guys are also selling the needles, selling the drugs. They allowed marijuana because of Trudeau now, but the other things are not um, legalized yet. And if it's legalized, this country will be upside down. Won't be Canada, dark Canada. That's it. But your solution there when you were saying before is like categorize the different types of homeless people. So if you have no criminal record and you're not you're, only that, categorize them, hard. try to check out how the abilities are, what they are up to, not just put them in, a, in the same boat with everybody and say put them in a hostel for the homeless just because they need a place to sleep. So it's too cold outside. No. Let's let's break it down. That way we can just have a better idea. Let's say let's just do A, B, C, D, right? How would you categorize A? How would you categorize B, C, and D? Okay, what I will tell you. would be the separation? One way is whoever who so has a record, a. E. Okay, B, A. Each each one you have, like you have a, a tea leaf, okay? I'm from a tea plantation country. You get a tea leaf, you put it in the machine, it goes through the machine, it goes and goes grading down. The lowest goes to the lowest, and the highest goes to the top. Okay? The so highest goes to the queen. A? Yeah, what would be the, the, the highest? The what highest be will a? be the good people who should be given a chance, like the old people who are really needing, the people who have pain one section, the people who really can work, who have talents one section, and the people, like, people who do drugs one section, people who do graffiti, give them another idea. They have a lot of ideas to do graffiti all over the town. Why don't they use their talent and do something else better than that? Take them to another kind of position to do some work. Give them a job, give them work, and tell them to get other graffiti guys to come over and join the job compared to drawing graffiti and making a mess all over the highways, all over the streets. That's one section. And another thing is the poor people who really need help, who are dying on the floor, not just come and pick up an ambulance and go and put it in the, in the thing and give them Tylenol after six hours. You can buy the Tylenol in, in 20 minutes by, in the Parma Pri or John Kutu. Why do you need to wait six hours in the hospital? You know? And people who are diabetic, people who are arthritis, people who are sick, people who really need, help them for a place. Not charge them over the limit, the rent, to give them a place to live and give them a hard time to get a place, wait for many, many, many years, while the other criminals get extra money from the government, get extra funds from the government for having a criminal record, and they get more funds so that they could have their life easy. And they go into a jail and come back like a hotel. They go so many times to jail and come back, they say, it's okay, I'm out. I'm back in, I'm out. And if they don't feel like uh, staying outside is too cold, they do something bad and they come and arrest them, put them back in jail. So they know the tricks, how mm -hmm. to go in and out. They know the game too. I've seen that because we were fixing a whole restaurant to, for a nice reception hall. A lady, a prostitute came and broke all the windows and the glass and the lights. So we put her down, she got arrested and the police said, she has a, we know her very good. We're taking her, she wants to go in, looks like. So we're going to take her and that's it. And the spoiled is, all the function is spoiled for the night. So to stop this is, you have to find ways to get them into correct position, not to let them on the street. 
No, not just to take them and bring them to a homeless center. Bring them to a homeless center with all the bags and with all the bugs and all the things they bring. It's also a headache because they are generating money from the taxes. They are not paying from their pocket for the homeless centers. All this is from the taxes. They're increasing the taxes we pay for them to use for the homeless. But they are not using it wisely. They're using it on different, different sources and getting it from the casino to give out the welfare checks and doing all kinds of stuff and not really helping the poor people. Yeah. So then what are some of the ways that you see the government wastes money that could be spent on things here like homelessness? Yeah, but like sending money to Ukraine. Is that so important? So much of millions of dollars you're sending while the people here are suffering. Like New Brunswick did another special home for the homeless, prepared a whole hall for the homeless. You can do that here too. You prepare the money here to spend on certain areas, but you don't think that they really need it. You don't care they get defrosted or you don't care about it. You just do what you can to get the votes. Mm-hmm. Once you get the votes, then you change your point. So what's another thing? Another so thing is to help, Ukraine, help them out to find a place. to no, find. but I'm saying like... Um, Sorry to cut you off, but the first thing they waste money on, you're saying Ukraine. What's another thing? That another they're... thing they're wasting is on the roads, on all the roads for the bicycle. Wintertime, who uses the bicycles? And you're preparing the roads again and again on Westmouth, four times wasting taxpayers' money because of their taxes are high. You don't do that on the other side of Lion Grove. You don't do that in Ultramont. The roads are everywhere cracked. You just come and patch it up and go, you know? So roads, I agree. What what else? Yeah, uh, especially on cleaning. Waste- you were mentioning huh? cleaning. Cleaning. They waste yeah. a lot of money cleaning with yeah. like fifteen people doing Who- nothing. Oh, you won't <laughs> believe it! I will tell you the whole story about it. Like you brought up that topic. Listen, what I clean alone, they come with fifteen guys to clean, and they come around on their Google phone looking around and doing, you know, and they do that. If they they don't know how to take care of their job, and they know how to franchise the city's job to different, different companies to do, like, um, like a, a company in, uh, in West Island comes to do all the drains, all the leaves under the drain on Peel Metro. They shouldn't do that. They have so much of workers, you're getting so much of money from the government. And there is a problem, you just need to collaborate to do the job with less people. You take more people and do less work, and you just try to fill out more forms to get more jobs done, like you're doing more jobs, like you're making a big pancake, layered a pancake of papers. But that's not good. It's just fake money entering your pocket. Corruption. That's corruption of the government. Using the people's money, buying more and more equipments for the businesses and trying to do everything for yourself. And you're not thinking of it. You're stealing homeless people's stuff, putting in a container and bringing it somewhere and selling it on a garage sale in, in a, during, during your... your uh, your yearly annual garage sale. It's not fair. So you're saying that they're taking your stuff from the homeless? They took all the stuff from the I had three garbage cans full of tools. They took all my garbage cans of tools, everything. They didn't want to give it to me after we already prepared it in the front. We prepared it in the front. We didn't leave it at the back. We prepared it. Can we have it? They said it's 9 o'clock. You can't have it. Up to 3 o'clock, 3.30, it was still there. They put it in the tractor bucket and throw it inside the container and bring it to Longa, sit down and open it and take out everything good and sell it okay. during their container. And, and just so I have context, because you said you had three 
container, like all tools, because all I tools. do a lot of construction stuff. But you said it was in garbage cans, right? Or no, I I prepared it inside the garbage can so that we know it's the good stuff. It's not a dirty garbage can, a clean, washed garbage can. Nothing inside. I prepared all my tools to take it out. I prepared it on the side because I'm only two legs. They're coming with trucks to throw. I'm only preparing by legs day and night. So I prepared it on the side, close to the lockers to take it out. And they said, no, you can't take it out. The highway police and the transport said, no, you can't take it out. It's 9 o'clock. They opened up the garbage can. They saw it's all tools. They closed it. And they went in the front. I was talking to reporters, and they didn't want to give it to me back till the end. Did you get them back? No, never. I asked them so many times, repetitively, through the lawyer, through the things. They said, we don't have anything. It's an agency doing the cleaning up, and they are throwing it in the container. He went to the dumpster. We don't know where it is. All lies. I see the eyes when the transport comes. When they're looking at the stuffs, when they're cleaning, they're looking at the stuffs, what they could take for themselves, for their families. Why are you so crazy? You get so much of money from the government. You got a truck, you got a car, you got a family, you got children. Are you feeling for the others? Put yourself in our shoes. You think it's fair what you're doing? Just burning everybody down, telling me you're cleaning up? You're coming with 15, 20 guys to clean up, wasting taxpayers' money. While the other guy works all by himself and clean up. And they know I work that hard. I, they know that I work hard. Because when the transport comes, I help them to clean up the area with them. And they even offered me a job. Told me, you want to come and work with us? I said, no. After what you guys did to me so bad, why should I work to throw another person's stuff in the garbage just because you're coming with tractors? You're not doing much work. Throwing a little, just a little bit touch up and throwing in the container and going to the tractor, bulldozer and throwing it. And you're dismantling everything, throwing everything away, telling me you're fixing. Under the bridge, under the highway, nothing is done where we were. All the stuff is still continuously not done. They haven't even finished the front. They haven't even finished close to De La Savan, uh, close to, uh, next to uh, Line Group, what's the metro? Next uh, to Line... At water? No, not at water, this side. I have no idea. Uh, they haven't done nothing on the same 720. They haven't done nothing finished yet. They bring loads and loads of stuff, but nothing done. But, but right now, like, like you said, they, you, you help them pick up, right, for free. I, have, I don't you get want any money to just, that. you know, since you're already doing it, right, and they offered you the job, how come you wouldn't necessarily, let's just say, take it they for one day? They didn't offer me the job personally. One of the guys offered me the job, told me, okay. why don't you come and work with us? You should work with us. You're a good worker. You seem to be able to clean up. You can do everything. And you had a deal with me. Next time you want to clean up, you have to keep the place clean. You, you keep the place clean, everything ready in garbage bag. So we pick up and go. He said like that, you know, he told me like that. So I said to myself, all right. I said, okay, that's it. That's all I said. But the thing is, it's not me alone around the area. There's other people. I can't do everybody, wash everybody's backside for, for, alone for me. I have only two hands. Everybody yeah. else is living there. And now I'm in a different spot, so nobody's with us. You know? But I'm telling you that it puts a mental effort of them to understand how to help others. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to bring a psychologist and say, my friend, could you throw everything and go to the center where the homeless sleep? That's what they want. Yeah. They have no respect. And when the psychologist talked to me, he told me, you're really smart. I told him, I'm not a mental psycho. I'm not a drug addict. You need to go to the guys who are taking drugs and talk and co convince them. I don't do any drugs. I'm not doing anything like this. So you let's... Let, let's I think that you shed a lot of light on a lot of the different challenges that homeless people yes. 
face every single day and you also gave kind of some things that people could do to help we'll also have a gofundme link in the uh description of this video that people could donate to you and help you feed more please people help and, and i want to help more people yeah. and i want to choose the people who really need it yeah and we want to prepare bags foods everything yeah. and give them the necessary item even toothbrushes everything to help them but not just to throw in the garbage yeah and they're going to do that i'm going to cut a toothbrush into two <laughs> That's it. I know. It's going to be a quarter of toothbrush. <laughs> well, I believe you. I believe you. I'll well, do it. And I, I usually take a cup and I make two cups into one. I love it. Yeah. And I take a paper plate, a plate, and I cut into four pieces or two pieces and I make it into a cone. Some guy said, I cannot hold this and I cannot hold this. Why do you have two hands? <laughs> you have a mouth, you have a hand, you have two hands. You have a shirt. You have to use your head and do what you can. <laughs> Not everything. I have to give it to you on a McDonald's tray and you go in like a express and throw it in the garbage. No, no, no. Think what you're doing. I want to see how far that tray goes in your hand with your two hands. You got fingers <laughs> but, for what? But let's 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 <laughs> let's let's go into because we've been talking about a lot of things. Like I'm saying, let's try to end off on a more positive note. Okay? Why don't you tell people all the different jobs? You spent probably two hours talking to us about all the different jobs that you do around the city downtown. Why don't you tell the audience some of the jobs that you do I on a do daily everything. basis? I do everything. I do from cleanings, from snow removal, I, from ice breaking on the roofs, okay, from extermination, from uh, windows, windows, or washing windows from high-rise buildings, and everything is thrown in the garbage by the government. All they do is just come and throw everything in the garbage and say, these guys are not qualified to be living outside. They need to go to a place where, where a hostel or, a, or a, um, a center is for the homeless and sleep over there. I'm not asking you for a, pie, a piece of pizza to sleep on top of the floor, looking for this piece of pepperoni on the top. No, I don't look for that. I didn't ask them for anything. I'm just looking for a spot where I can do a lot of work. Now I'm putting all my stuff in the garage and I'm paying all my hard work for my money, $1,200 a month. Right now? Now. So I just started. Okay. I just started. Every month, I have to pay all the money to the garages, and I'm trying to survive from my cans and bottles from $0.05 cents and $0.10 cents to pay up and look for also jobs of anybody who needs jobs done from painting, okay? From painting, from extermination, from cleaning, from cooking, from anything. I do all jobs. I have no problem. And I do demolition. I do construction. So I if, rebuild we, if we found somebody that was willing to give you a job, let's say a restaurant or, or something, would you go there like full time and work? I will do it. If they will give me a job and they want me to do it uh, that many hours, I will do it. I just want them to be honest, to not to close down the restaurant. I have been to restaurants that worked very hard and the restaurant owner closed down the business and left to Greece. And I was empty handed. Everywhere cops and uh, corruption agencies came to open up the door. I had the keys. I opened up the door. Royal Bank, all the banks and uh, all the companies came to ask for the money. And he already left the country. And all his wives disappeared. What happens if we got you a job that's like not corruption? What like if it's that? McDonald's? Yeah. Uh, I really don't want to do McDonald's. I have already <laughs> done McDonald's. But I'm a street McDonald's guy. I don't mind doing anything in a restaurant which helps. Or if they want invention or some kind of... Some so here's what the goal is going to be then, okay? We're going to try to figure out a way to get you a job, okay? Thank and you. then we'll, we're going to try it. We'll, we'll try our best. We'll figure out a way. We have to discuss this. And then yeah. we'll have you back on when, you're, when you have the job. Let's say we'll, you work there for a month or two, and then we'll have you back on and you can yeah, speak Yeah, but that again. will be too late because all these people are sick and they're all on the street. I have to get a place 
to do, and they're all willing to put a little bit of money. If I have a house to put in the six people in, then I will also continue working. I will work But too. why don't you get a job to pay for that? Yeah, I'm going to pay my part, but they are going to pay their parts too. All the people are willing to pay their rent too, not me alone. Mm -hmm. I can't pay everything alone, 1800 or 1600 They will pay in the amount, and if there is problems in the building, I'll tell the owner, let's make a deal. I'll fix all this for you, and i stop everything for you, and I'll do it. You make a deal with me and cut off the rent. That's it. I could do that too. And also the rent can be divided and paid by all the six people. All the people are willing to pay. They are on pension. They are not young. One is 75, one is 63, and the other ones are in the 30s. And they're all willing to pay. All I need is a space so that I can put them in. They are not going to work like me. They are not a robot like me. I can do seven, eight things at once. I can cook in six pots at the same time. So today after this, why don't you go apply for jobs all around I the am city? Go, I'm still applying everywhere. But everybody tells me, I've been too long over here. You should have opened your own restaurant already. That's what Puli Rouge told me. He told me right away, you have been here so long and you know so much of stuff and you're on the street like this? Asking to wash windows, I asked him whether can I wash the windows. He said, you want to work? Do you know how to cook? Yes, I know how to cook all the steaks, all the meats, everything. Just watch and see. Each time I do work anywhere, people have a real degustation, real taste. And so he gave you the job? Mm? No, he told me he's going to call me back. But I gave him my phone number, they didn't call back. Because I don't know whether they need it. They needed somebody in the morning to do preparation or marination. And you don't want to go see I, him again? I, I, I will go back and check. I'll yeah. go back and check again. It's in Laval. I think you should, honestly, man, you love cooking. I, I know lo you love cooking. And I see, you know, like maybe asking at a restaurant saying, hey, you start, you, you start somewhere, you start a dish, then you work your way up. And then, you know, you go into the kitchen and you can start there. I know a lot of people that... Um, you know, they, they started as a sh uh, at the bottom and now the restaurants, they've been chefs there for many years. And instead of starting the restaurant, they said, Hey, listen, man, I've been in here for many years. Um, could you, and, and they, the restaurant owner ends up giving them a percentage of the restaurant. Now it's their restaurant. And that's kind of the way, you know, you, you have, you thought of, let's say going to a restaurant and saying, uh, Hey, I would love a job. Is it hard also? No, 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 not hard for me. Any restaurant I go to, I keep on asking. Some people say, we'll call up. Some people say, they don't have space. Some people say, can you work these two, three days? I said, all right. You know? And I, sometimes I even tell them, can you just try me out for free? I don't want no money. I'll do the job for free. Let's, let me try it out. And I did it even in Homer Plus in Laval. That's a very famous uh, scampi restaurant where I do so much. It's a Greek people, but it's crazy. It's very small. He doesn't even buy a mat for the floor. I use cardboards on the floor because the place is so oily. There's so much lobster, so much scampis per day they sold. And I prepare all the breadcrumbs, prepare all the garlic butter. It's amazing how they do it. With so little butter, the real garlic butter has no garlic at all. Mm -hmm. No butter at all. Just margarine. But the taste comes in at the end. Very sneaky guy, very smart. Very intelligent. For 15 bucks for three scampis. Amazing, guys. And the skins, they don't go to garbage. Skins go back into the soup again to, to boil and strain out the soup. And that's $9 a soup. Wow. With a little bit of... Amazing Greek, guys. That guy used to run the whole of half of St. Martin. 
whole street. He owns all the buildings. And he used to run Homa Plus there and one in Pierpont's. He had only two. Really a crazy guy. Because I used to cut 14 boxes of parsley a day. In two hours. 14 boxes. I used seven knives to cut parsley. Not one. Seven knives at the same time. S seven seven knives. knives. How do you do that? Because you have to have seven knives on your hands. All side to cut the parsley fast. Because all the parsley which is cut is going for decoration. So what I do is I need the energy. I don't take alcohol. I don't drink. So I have to strain it and clean the parsley. So I drink all the water from the parsley. That's how I get my energy. Love it. That's all I get. <laughs> I don't do anything else. Yeah. And I used to work also in Mumba. Mumba is a bar. Very big bar in Laval. It's a huge bar. You know, I used to work only four days there. I used to make 500 bucks. Okay. I used to work four days there. Very hard work. Only a few hours, but it was very good. How I got into the job was I went outside. I saw the big bar. I saw the bouncers. He went and called the boss, and the boss took me inside and gave me. But how did I make $8,000 in six months? Tell me. From cans. Every day, I helped them clean up the restaurant, clean up the dishes, everything. And all the cans, every day I get 100 bucks. And I pick up the cans, I use the bouncers, I carry by the truck and I come and return it and I get snow or no snow, or rain or no rain. But Nothing would, changes. Wouldn't you rather, let's say, and again, I'm just picking your brain, like, you know, because you seem very passionate about cooking and working in the kitchen. Wouldn't you rather, let's say, make, I don't know, uh, $100 a day working, I don't know, same amount of hours, but in a kitchen that you're doing something that you love rather than just picking up the cans? That's what the other guy told me. He said, you're so talented, you shouldn't be you wasting time on the cat. Seen. He told me, you're so talented, you know so much stuff. And uh, I was telling him what, what to do in case, because he says he can't get rid of the headache in the, in the apartment with the bed bugs and with the cockroaches. And he says the rent is lower. Now one and a half is 950 in Pierpont's here. Mm -hmm. 950 for a studio. And he pays 750 for a four and a half because he has a whole lease. Okay, and he's willing to help us co-sign for us. That's that amazing. He is also willing to help. He's a Christian from the Egyptian group. He's willing to help me. But and all he the owns a restaurant. No, no, he doesn't own a restaurant or anything. He's actually he worked at the airport. He worked at restaurants and he helped the homeless to give out food. He's a Christian man who gives out food to the homeless on the street. Right. And he makes soups. He makes foods. He used to work at the Salvation Army also. And he, he, he already told me, you shouldn't be out on the street, man. You're so talented, you shouldn't be out on the street with all these things doing. You know so much of stuff. Yes, I know, but I don't get any connection of any help of anybody. I really can do it. Even when I went to New York, you won't believe it. I was on the street. I left all my bags when I uh, arrived in a Starbucks. And I went down to the Indian neighborhood. And I said, um, I'm feeling tired, could I sleep? He told me, this is my land, you could do anything you want. And you can sleep on my property. I slept on his property in the middle of the night and woke up and took back my bags. And I didn't have an apartment or anything in New York State. Wow. No apartment at all. And I left, lived on the street and on the hostel. And I tried to switch in between. Oops. I'm not scared of colds. Yeah. 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 I'm not scared of nothing. I love street food. I'm all looking is some kind of people to venture to me to do a street food truck or some kind of restaurant business. I'm really interested.
Yeah. Look, we, 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 you know, we have your back. We're going to do our best to help you out. And you will see that and I will do my best. Yeah. And I promise you, I will achieve it. Well, we have faith in you. We're going to, we we're going to get you a job or something. We're going to try to figure something out. You got to, you got to get a job too, though. I think that's going to be the best thing that you could do for yourself. Focus on one thing, get a job until you get that place Start cooking for everyone. I think that will be a, a great start. I think start. so too. And I think even the restaurant is a great start. Like you said, the cans. Restaurant, you work in the restaurant. Not only, I've worked at many restaurants in my life and the cans don't get recycled, nothing. So if you get a job at the restaurant, you will get paid and then you can say, hey, listen, I will even take those cans off of you and I'll recycle them. So you make the money from the cans mm-hmm. and you also work in the kitchen, master your craft. That's what you think. You don't think that way. You think of time consuming like an owner. An owner is thinking the amount of spend your time on that cans is wasting his time paying you for the job. No, no, so you do some it after owners, the job. No, 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 no. You do it after, after the job. After Let's say you job. say, hey, this, you add another... Uh, no, put it in garbage another, bags. I'll do it yeah, later. Yeah, you do another yeah, exactly. garbage bag and then you, they just everyone who's done with the can throws it into the garbage. Like, you know, the bar, the restaurant... You know, when they're cleaning up the busboys, there's a garbage and then there's the recycling for the cans. And then after your shift, you take those cans and you do what you normally do. No, they don't do that. Like last night, I finished up to 5.30 in the morning. I worked at the bar, outside the bar. They throw all the garbages out. I take all the garbages and I take out all the balls, all the cans. I recycle it on the side and throw away all the garbages for them too. I keep the place very clean, you know. And the managers have changed, but even the lady said... My bar, bartender, uh, mixer, shaker is here. She wants to take it. I said, I'm using it for my coffee. Okay, you can have it. She said like that. But nobody rejects me because I do a great job. I get rid of that bar's headache with the city up to $15,000 of fine because of the garbage they threw and it was all over the mess. Because homeless come and tear all the bags and take out the cans and leave in a mess. Yeah. And the people who live at the back who work at La Press, wants to take a picture and call up the city and give them a ticket. And the lady stopped me, who works at La Press. She told me, I don't want you to help them clean up. Let them get a ticket. No, I said, I'm going to help them. I'm going to talk to them and do it. And she said, no, you're not doing it. And after that, she cooled down and I did it. I cleaned up everything. So from that day, the neighborhood, India cameras, they know that I don't leave a place dirty. Love it. I don't leave it. All right. I keep it very clean. I really want to find anybody who has problem with extermination, with rats, mouse, bed bugs, cockroaches, or cleaning, or raking leaves, or cleaning snow for the winter. Do you know that I even had a snow machine? I carried a snow machine all the way from Megil, from Red Path, to repair it to the Italians in Lachine. <laughs> I walked with it. As big as your, uh, as your sofa. <laughs> I walked with it. And I brought it all the way there, and I don't have a place to put it. I had to pay $500 to repair it, and I took more than nine months to pay the money. Wow. And they kept on contacting me. I paid them a little bit, and then when they finished, I took it. And then I walked back with it all the way to Monkland in the night, without a truck, without nobody's help. Police stopped, but I told them, listen, I'm walking on the way in the dark, quietly, and I made it. And then after another time when we were holding the... The snowblower, they stopped the police car and said, somebody said you stole a snowblower. Okay, check. They checked. They said it's not you. And then they said, we have to arrest you for walking on a traffic light. Before, you didn't pay your fine. It's $280. We have to arrest you. All right, arrest me. And then they say, you have to go to the Laval Police uh, City Hall and pay a fine a paper. So I signed a paper and they put me on a, 
on a food uh, what do you call this re uh, redoing jobs at a food 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 pantry so i went there i did some jobs i got it finished for free wow i didn't pay anything 280 anything i don't have money but is, i can work is there anything that after today obviously you know is there anything that we can help you out with? Is there anything that you're missing that today I can No, I really want to make sure the 17 you? is on the way. I really want to make sure I want to do a good New Year dinner for the homeless. And I want to get a stone. I want to get an Indian stone. I want to make the pancakes for the homeless. The 900 breads, my achieving point. And I want to give out to many different districts. Not just Montreal. Montreal, Longueuil, Vadroy. All over the area where the real homeless people are living inside the case popular, inside the Royal Bank in the night, who really need a good meal. Not spicy or anything. Just something could heal them. Like the breads which I make are popular for me to sell. I really sell those breads each $3. And it sells. And I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm looking for jobs. And I'm also looking to hustle to do barbecues in the night. And I'm also looking to do other jobs if I get any help. Mm -hmm. And I could do it. If anybody wants to offer a space to cook in the backyard in a tent, that's enough for me. All I'm looking for is for a space. I could yeah. make a tempo and I could cook and I leave everything there and I can come back and cook and go back. But I just want to, I want to bring it back because you, you, obviously we know you work, you, you're a hardworking man. We've seen it, you know, you're, you're punctual. Like we, today we said 1 p.m. You were there at like 12.58, you know. Wouldn't it just be easier? And I don't know. You could tell me if this is something that you don't want to do, but I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be easier for you to just do, again, one job rather than try to bounce around and find multiple jobs? The reason is if I get one job, which is excellent, good, saving, helpful, I'll do four days, five days. I'm willing to do that, but I have never found anything like that. Well, like now they're willing to offer me from the Westmount through the through the thing through their recommendation because they saw me cleaning up Westmont so well. So they were offering me a job with the recycling center. So if they offer me a job and I fill out my resume, I'll try to do a good resume and send do it in. Do you need us to help you with the resume? Yep, maybe. We Absolutely, have to do that. Man. Absolutely. And then we'll send in the resume through them and yeah. they will prepare for an interview from their office. They are preparing for me. He already sent me a message last week from the the security from the Westmont security, he told me, fill out the forms, I'll prepare an interview for you in Lachine, in the recycling center. We'll help you, we'll help you get it done. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. if I could get, get that, done. that's Absolutely. enough. I will we'll make do sure. it four days and I'll be all good. You have the papers with you? No, I just, I don't have any paper. He told me to, uh, to go into the website and fill it out. Okay, and do we can it. do it. And we do it and we send it in and then he will make a phone call there to set up an interview for me. And he already told me, David Chapman already told me about it. This is not McDonald's job. This is at least 30, 35 bucks an hour yeah. to do recycling, but recycling in bulk, like 60 times your room. Mm -hmm. Wow. That much garbage comes in and they throw it through a, uh, through a tractor on the top, goes through the belt line. You have to separate them. What big deal is that? Mm -hmm. Big job. These guys, you know, I have been given a job in England like that. But I don't have much of, uh, of experience on that yet. But now with this, I'll get my experience. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll help you get that done. Yeah, because I really want a good job. If I can do three, four days, and then I could get a place and I could do it. And we have to go continue going on this program, which I'm planning to do is a non-profit organization, mm -hmm. where we won't stop doing it. 
and we will help the homeless really need and the homeless to give out the food will continue while I work. Yeah. While I work, we will still continue the process to give out the food and all the preparation will be done and no big deal. If I can work with so many stores which prepare 7,000 samosas a day, 7,000 a day they prepare. They have machinery which prepares the skin and they prepare 7,000. They sell it to all over Montreal. Yeah. Okay, if they can do it, it's simple. I'll teach the Italians. I'll teach th- if you guys can do uh, uh, pierogies and you can do your uh, your uh, pasta. Uh, what do you call the flip thing? Tortellini. Huh? Tortellini. Tortellini. If you can do that, why can't you do samosas or domo or dumplings? Small matter. Yeah. yeah. You can do it. I mean, so, I'm not a good cook, but I could definitely help out for no. sure. <laughs> because I'm trying to use the homeless, which are really intellectually intelligent, to use to make them work, help them, give them money for the work, and give them the chance to get higher. Yeah, yeah. Not let them with, be with the drugs. Yeah. I don't want them. While we pay the rent, we get the space, we do everything we good to get to better. That's why we are looking for a place in Lachine or saint anne de Bellevue, or even Dorval or even Pierpont's. Somewhere which is more quiet. Yeah. yeah. And you won't believe it. Even in Pierpont's, there is homeless centers. Yeah, no kidding. There's a lot of homeless centers here. And I want to give out to all the centers which really need it. Yeah. Not just to centers like in Edwater or Berry. No. Because those guys are just collecting the things, saying they're homeless, to collect and make it buying drugs. And I'm not interested to help them. Yeah. I really want to give out to all the centers which really need it and all the people which really I need yeah. Like last time I had more than 150 meals. I gave out to the woman's center in, in Salvation Army. And the lady, I gave her 50 meals. And she said, can you give us a little bit more meals? I said, no, this is all I can offer you. The you rest I give out on the street. You have a big heart. Yeah, I have a, a good guy. heart to help. And yeah. in that heavy snow, to push a trolley. And I even lost my trolley now with the government. A price Costco trolley, I lost it. Because the government... Took it and threw it in the garbage. Like a, like a, a no, a trolley which you can open into four wheels or into two wheels. It's a very good trolley. We did a lot of moving with that. We didn't have much time. We only two hands. They're coming by trucks and throwing away, and take it and throw it away, and they go and take it to their homes. It's not fair. Yeah. Poor people, you know. You're not gonna throw everybody's stuff out, telling me you're cleaning up the city. You can't even clean up the leaves on the street. Yeah, and yeah. all my stuffs are all thrown in the garbage just because they're letting Valerie Plant come and do an opening ceremony for a $1.4 billion gym outdoor yeah, on yeah. the park. It's That's crazy. not fair. It's crazy. So look, Jocko, we love speaking with you. We're going to do our best to help you out. What is something, the last thing you want to say to the audience? You know, What is the last thing you want to leave them with? Think wisely. Help out the people really need just don't listen to words. Just check them out. Help them out really kindly because the people are really in need. I'm not meaning the people who have the money from the drugs, asking for money all over the car lanes, all the lanes, washing windows and buying drugs. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not giving up and I'm going to continue my process of hustle and I'm not giving up. If I can do so much of work, in three hours, I can make $2,000 doing a street vendor on, on a street festival, okay, through another owner's help of a restaurant who says, come at the back of my terrace and do the food and sell it. And nobody has that good food. I did that and everybody bought it. 
and the city couldn't touch because it's his property in front of the lane. And that man, I will never forget him, the Greek guy, second cup owner. And the next door, the ice cream guys, everybody gave me help, gave me ice, gave me hot water to help me to make the choice to sell during the festival. So I can do it. If there is a street, street, street uh, truck who has a food truck or something who wants to do something, I'm ready to work. Why should I waste my time on running around the street picking up the cans? It's not worth it. I think I, I have more talent than that. I know you Amen. do. We, I, have, I, we have faith in you, man. We believe gonna, in you. I believe make it work. in whatever I could do. If I could do a pasta sauce, if I could do a pizza sauce with nothing, you know, you know, there are so many people watching me in the kitchen cooking the pasta sauce. And they said they went home and tried it. It's not the same. And I make garlic butter. You know how hard I work to make garlic butter and get the breads for free from the Molson or the bread centers? And we get 18 bags of breads for free. So I make the garlic butter from scratch. How? It takes me four and a half hours to make garlic butter. Wow. Actually, it's very easy to make garlic butter in 20 minutes. Just put some oil, put some butter, put some spices and do it. That's not how it works. It takes step by step. And wow. then you put at the end the garlic, where I learned the hard way, and then you put in the spices and you make sure the spices go into the bread and it stays in on the top, not into the oil and drips down and get all wet. No, that's not garlic butter. And then the garlic butter make, comes into crumbs. Nothing wasted. Because I worked with the Greek so hard, every garlic bread which people eat and throw went into the machine to go into the soup, into the grinder. Can you see how cheap they are? Yeah. Very intelligent. That's how I learned the hard way. With just with thyme, oregano, uh, sage, and uh, romarine, uh, rosemary. Because the Greek people love my Indian bread with rosemary inside. Non breads with rosemary inside. You know, I even massaged a massage uh, parlor uh, business center on Otramon, the owner of the massage parlor. I wow. massaged him. Nice. And I massage people who are, I have massaged people on the street. So I really know the job really good. I don't mind helping, but I want to help the people who really need it. Yeah. I'm not worried about the rent. If people join venture with me, they are good people, I can help. It's good. We'll continue the process and we will continue it. And we could serve to the students, we could serve to the homeless, we could do it. I'm not asking as a full-time job, just on cooking only. I want to do a job if I get it, plus I want to do this. And I don't want to let these people lose their feet or anything mm -hmm. because they're not able to work like me. You know? Yeah. Well, we're going to help Amen, you. We're going to help you yeah, out gonna... with that job, CV, everything, my man. And uh, we're going to try our best to... Uh, and you're going to see it's going to improve. I promise you. I, I have worked you. that hard and I've been around the world. Yeah. And I if I get a place, you watch me, I could do so many things in this I can't same wait till place. you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even do cooking and I will even prepare a room for massage. Amen, Jocko. We can't yeah, wait to, to see it Yeah, because I do massage on the park. Yeah. I don't do massage inside. Yeah. That's the culture I studied in Thai. Yeah. All on a carpet. But here it's too cold. Yeah. yeah. We can't wait to see it happen. We're, we're going to help to get it done. And we appreciate I'm you coming. Very and let's go, let's go get some food now. Let's go get you some food. Yeah. Let's go well, get thank you some you so stuff. Much. Yes, sir. You always guys help me, but I want to help the same way you guys help me to the people to make them happy and to give them and not to waste. Yeah. It doesn't matter if we buy the bags in bags and put it and give it. It's only $4, 150, 200 bags. It's transparent like the fruit shops. Put that in bags and that's how I started giving. 
Yeah. We don't give out each by serving on the table and all that. Prepare everything, keep it in a warm, warm uh, like a Uber box or something like an aluminium thing. Go and give it out. And everything was hot till the end yeah. when we gave out the food. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you tasted it. Yeah. And then you have been working in kitchens, you know it. And I don't fool around with spices. Yeah. Because healing is important. Yeah. yeah. Not just giving somebody something. You know how many kind of tumor, cancer, people have diseases all over? And do you know that I grow, grow uh, uh, herbs to, to heal people? Mm-hmm. And I use these herbs in my cooking? Like turmeric. Nobody grows turmeric here. I like to grow turmeric, ginger, and coriander, and lemongrass. Lemongrass is a number one aromatizer. Right. And it also heals wounds. It's only a dollar. But from a dollar, where, how far I'm going? Can you see? I love it. I love You're it, full man. of knowledge, thank man. You. You're well, full of knowledge. You. Thank you, thank you so very much, much Shako. We appreciate it. I am okay. happy with you guys.